Let's imagine the not-too-distant future. You feel more in control of your photos than you ever have before. You look forward to the regular creative dates on your calendar. You're moving forward on that project that means so much to you. You are on fire with inspiration, and you are finally scrapbooking consistently. This is not a hypothetical, it's a real-life possibility. And for the first time, I've created a workshop specifically focused on the problem of consistency. It's called Sparked, and I'm excited to share it with you for free. Visit simplescrapper.com sparked to get access to the training and make this possibility your reality. What I always go back to is that there's a library where you can store your pages you're working on. A lot of those other apps, it's one and done. You have to finish it and save it or start over if you accidentally close the app or you get a phone call or whatever. So it's the fact that it has a library is is key in why I'm able to keep using it so efficiently. Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way, the show that explores the breadth of ways to be a memory keeper today. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilson, owner of Simple Scrapper and author of The New Rules of Scrapbooking. This is episode 35. In this episode, I'm chatting with Jenna Fortner, aka Jenna Scraps, in celebration of the Project Life app's fifth birthday. Hey, Jenna, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am so fantastic. I am looking forward to our conversation. But before we get into it, could you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Well, my name is Jenna Fortner. Um, I live in Fort Worth. We have my husband and I've been married since 95. We've got two kids. We're almost hitting that empty nest stage. So quite a few scrapbooking things are changing for me. But um, a lot less pictures, one in college, one is a senior, and he's the boy, so he's not super, super interested in taking pictures, sending me pictures, smiling for pictures. So we're definitely in a transition stage, and that's what's going on around here. Very cool. I love talking to scrapbookers at different stages of life and seeing how we approach the hobby differently. The time that we have, the energy we have, the you know photos and memorabilia we have to work with that all evolves in our perspective for sure changes on everything over time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So one of the things we always do on the podcast is talk about one or maybe two things that's exciting us right now in scrapbooking. Do you have something to share? Yeah, I've got a couple of things. Um, I Larkin Design has a new In My Pocket Kids class. And so I contributed to one of the modules there. It was fun to do that and see how that works all behind the scenes. And that I think that just was released yesterday. And so I guess that would have been Thursday, September 19th, if we're dating things or not. I'm not sure how you want to do that. But um, it's fun to see how everybody scrapbooks their kids. Because even between mine, they're so different. She was all digital, all app, uses the app herself now. And he is wanting his to be an old school, traditional scrapbook. So I'm getting lots of ideas to go back to some paper scrapbooking after being digital and app for so long. So that's really good because I need it. I don't know the tools. I don't know the techniques. I don't even know Oh, I mean, there's like cutting machines that are fantastic and can do way more than the very first cricket I ever had. It's just amazing. So I'm learning a lot. 
Well, Teresa is on our creative team, so we will definitely include that link in our show notes. Oh, awesome. I didn't even know that. I love this world. It's so fun and encouraging. It is. Yeah. Our community is so amazing. Just, you know, the community at large of memory keepers who are hanging out online and all trying to learn from each other and sharing so generously. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you have another thing you wanted to share? Uh, the well, we're doing an app scrap event in October, uh-huh. and the app scrap across America event. Um, Kelly Sill is actually the brain behind this event, and so she just messaged me one day and said, "What do you think? Maybe we could do this." And I was like, "Yeah, maybe we can." So we've got it going. Uh, today we were just talking about some of the prizes being donated, and so that was exciting to finalize that. And uh, we're ready for that. I am super pumped about that right now because it's happening in just a few weeks. So it is what's on the brain for sure. Very cool. I think that is going to be such a fun event. I'm actually hosting our Simple Scrapper retreat that weekend in Chicago. And so I'm going to try to get a bunch of us together and play with some app stuff, you know, see what challenges you guys have going on and make sure we contribute to the group as well. So that'll be cool. Oh, that'll be so fun. I love that you have an event that same day too. That's awesome. Well, it's a great weekend, you know, just nothing (laughs) super going on before really the full swing of the holidays gets underway. Very true. So, because then it's slammed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To me, it's like, especially from mid-October on, it's just like a giant blur. Like once I start figuring <laughs> out all the Halloween costume pieces, I'm like, oh, it's New Year's. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then my tree is still up on Valentine's Day because I'm so over it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Partly kidding there. Partly. Yeah, I think we still have lights that we just kind of keep on our porch, like kind of tucked up behind instead of rehanging them every year. So (laughs) that's perfect. So one of the things that's exciting me right now is kind of this partial idea. And I guess I'm, I would love to hear what our audience thinks of this in the comments um, in the show notes for this episode. And so I just launched a rerun of my Before Your Story class. And this is an album class to tell your birth to adulthood story in one album, mostly focused on pocket pages, whether that's paper, digital, app-based, with a few layouts and fun other little full-page photos and timelines in there. It's a a very... how do I say that? It's a very practical focused album that is really story first, design second, because we know how hard it is to scrapbook large periods of time. Mm -hmm. But as I was like talking to people about this class and, and gearing up to teach it again, I was thinking about how much I love this divided album format. So I've taken Stacey Julian's library of memories categories, and I've used those as dividers in my album and a way of telling stories within categories because I want like it to I want it to be time bound but I don't want to have to feel like I need to cover absolutely everything and, and feel like there's gaps in there. What a perfect way to do that. That's yeah. awesome. No, it's so cool and I've done several like annual albums that way, but I never really intentionally planned an annual album with this framework. And so that's what I'm thinking about is what if I approach either this year or next year with this idea that I'm going to tell four stories a month in four different categories, and that's my main focus. And then we might do some other fun things to do collages, wrap it up with lessons learned, make some fun intro pages. But really, my goal is four stories a month, four categories. And if I can do that, that's 
you know, that's that's a win. 48 stories for the whole year. <laughs> that's a huge win. Yeah. Um, and so I would love to know what people think of that idea because it's it's on my mind and we're kind of talking about it internally at Simple Scrapper and I'm starting mm-hmm. to play with things and I don't like could it work? Is it going to be keep stay exciting all year? Is it going to be boring? Or is it like this amazing solution that we really need to focus on? Because I know how many people like me feel a little behind in their scrapbooking. Oh, I love it. Last year at the beginning of the year, I was thinking, is what I'm doing working? I want to do something different. And I said, anything goes, I'm going to do what I want. And then I went back to my same old monthly layout format because it worked. Mm -hmm. But then I was kind of bored. So I'm going to continue to do 2019 that way. I mean, here we are in September, so I will finish the year that way. But that is that is something for me to think on for next year. I can't believe I'm saying 2020. I know. But I, I know. am. It's so crazy. The year because goes by need, so fast. Yeah, I need. I just need something different. So that is... Well, it's genius. I love it. That's a good idea. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just playing with it and seeing what people think of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And as you said, like it's easy to get bored, especially. I don't know. I think creative people get bored easily. That's part of why we're creative because we want to (laughs) mix and match and try fun new things and and keep our senses engaged in the process. So how would you do that when you're also using a formula at the same time? So anyway, lots of food for thought there. Yes, that'll be fun. All right. So one other thing we love to do is to talk about our scrapbooking bucket list. What is one story that you really want to have told before the end of your life? Okay. It's only really probably important to me. I don't know that my family will care, but I am on a hunt for pictures from a Disney World vacation when I was in seventh or eighth grade, we went with our dance studio and performed at Disney World. And this is when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I I know they exist. I know they are somewhere. I did a quick app page recap of it a long time ago when I first started playing around with the Project Life app, but I want to do more with it. And I am on a hunt for these photos that I know exist. I've seen them. They are either in storage somewhere, they're with a friend's parent, they're somewhere. I know they exist. I ask people all the time when I run into someone, hey, would your mom happen to have this picture or anything? Because I am on a hunt. I will find this. I will do it. It is on my bucket list for sure. You will. I love that. No, and I, there's so many photos we know we've seen somewhere and it's just a matter of digging it out, getting a little more organized, figuring out maybe, okay, actually even whose house they're at. Yes. Um, and, and I really want to underscore that point of your, your childhood friends and extended family, they may have photos you're not even aware exist. And so it's important to have those conversations and to share what you're working on and maybe they'll scan a few photos for you. Yeah. And I feel like with social media, the more we connect with those long ago friends, the easier it is. So I know it can happen. I'm not going to give up. Yes. I I believe it. I believe it'll happen for you. (laughs) All right. So you mentioned the Project Life app, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show today and really the focus of what we're going to discuss, because you are so passionate about the app and you've become quite a champion for it. But Before we jump in, can you talk a little bit about your scrapbooking journey? How has it evolved over the years? You mentioned a little while ago, you're thinking about maybe even dabbling in paper. So, but what is your style and approach today and and how has that transformed? Well, I started, I've always had 
loved photography, taking pictures, always took a thousand pictures. And then of course, as a kid, I would cut out the backgrounds and give everybody a silhouette and layer them on a cheap plastic frame, right? It's mm-hmm. horrid to think about that. But yes, I, I would cut out all the background. I was like, ah! my mom brought me a, a frame of this the other day from eighth grade. And we're in Washington, D.C., and I have cut out the entire background. I'm just so horrified. But I remember I, doing that a little bit. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always done stuff like that. But scrapbooking like we know it today, I really didn't start till after I got married, had my first kid three years later. And I never really got too far behind with that. I kept up with all the baby pages and things like that. But then there comes a time where you just, whew, no, you don't have time, the space. I couldn't leave it all out. I didn't have a dedicated craft room or anything like that. So it kind of got put on the back burner for a while. And then Someone actually, you know, Ronnie Crowley. Oh, do you remember her? Yeah, yeah. Our kids went to school together. So, oh, that's so she, cool. Yeah, she posted a scrapbook page on Facebook, digital scrapbook page, and I just said, "What is that? I need it. I got to do this." So she pointed me in the right direction for some tutorials online, and I started using Photoshop Elements, and then. Uh, that really helped me kind of, I mean, it's hard to catch up if that's a thing even. And and even when you do catch up, it's boring. So don't do it, everybody. <laughs> don't do it. But um, because that's kind of where I am right now. But um, I digital scrapbooked for a while. And then the, uh, we went on a road trip and I was looking for a, a better way to keep up, maybe even just with notes for the day or journaling. And I came across the app and that was it. I have been using the apps probably since spring of 2015. I think it came out that fall of 2014. Mm-hmm. And I found it on a blog somewhere. I wish I could remember what blog, but I saw the app. I downloaded it immediately, started tapping around and figuring things out, and that was it. So mainly I'm an app scrapper now. I use Over also. But, um, and I'll do, I'm back. I, I recently updated my computer and Photoshop elements. So I've been doing, now I'm kind of backtracking almost physical, digital app. Now I'm like app, digital, physical. I'm doing it all right now. Well, it's fun to kind of dip your toes in different waters, see what's going on, what's changed since you were last kind of playing in that sphere. I know that I transitioned to paper scrapbooking after my daughter was born, like really dove in. And now I'm thinking, oh, I I kind of miss some of the aspects of digital, the ability to really work from anywhere, um, not Mm. have to deal with physical supplies. So, you know, I certainly have that interest in dabbling in, in all the different styles and formats these days. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And my son is the one who got me back into physical scrapbooking because, like I said earlier, he wanted his senior year scrapbook to be physical. So that's the physical project I'm working on right now. Um, and then I do just do a few digital pages, but mostly in the app. So I'm a mixed bag right now. Well, I wonder, I think it's really cool that he even had an opinion one way or the other. Yeah. You know, that's really awesome. So you, one of the, I think, I'm not sure exactly where we first crossed paths. You know, obviously we run in different circles. We both know Ronnie, Um, but you run a Facebook group called Simply Project Life. 
Yes. And I'm curious, like, how that's come about. And I've seen you in that group, and you are just such a positive, cheerful, helpful person. You know, this, you know, you're, you give so much of yourself to this group. And I just love seeing you as a champion of the Project Life app. So, what's the story behind that? It's a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. Well, okay. So, there are two groups, really. Um, let me, let me give you the history and it may sound convoluted, but it really helps us. Okay. So there's a group called Project Life and Beyond. And there are three other ladies, mainly Trina, who runs that group. And it's about any app, any app, any product, anything, uh, but apps only, no physical scrapbooking, no digital scrapbooking on your computer, just apps. Well, it got, it's a lot. It's a lot all the apps, all the things you can do. So we, she started a group called Simply Project Life about two years ago. And she doesn't make just app, Project Life app pages. She always uses something else. She embellishes it in over or does something else with it. So she pretty quickly handed it off to me and Teresa Carlucci. And so we've been running that group since probably about six weeks after it started. 2017, late 2017, summer 2017, something like that. Uh, and then we brought on um, Megan Johnson and Ashley Yuri to help admin the group also. So there are four of us that help in the group. I am just, I talk the most. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm i just the loudest, but it's a lot of fun. And um, we've worked really hard to make it a good place. So I, it's really maybe one of the only reasons I'm still on Facebook. It's just such a great place. Very encouraging, very kind. People are generally are just share things without hesitation, and we scrap lift from each other a lot, and we just have a blast. So people are sharing pages and tips in there every day. Well, and, and I know how hard it is to foster community and set boundaries as well. And you guys do such a great job in both of these groups of making it really clear of what the expectations are and what's what's permitted in one group versus the other. And so I just want to commend you on that because there's a lot of very poorly run Facebook <laughs> groups out there. <laughs> hey, thank you. We do try very hard to make it clear in our announcements what's what, like even in our Simply group, we have several announcements. There are four informative announcements that are really, really give you the foundation of what our group is. And there's a link to the other one. If you want to do more than what the Project Life app can do, hey, we're pointing you in the right direction. There's a place for everything. Yeah. And that that sense of like community and What's the word I'm trying to find here? Just that it's Just not support. You you there's you had some sort of tagline about not com- no comparison or something. Cre- create without comparison. Yes, yeah, and this, this, with no comparison and no competition. But nope. it's just, it's all about, we're all in this together and we all choose different strategies at different times and you can get different things in different places. Absolutely, yeah. All it's right. It's a lot of fun. So let's dig into app scrapping a little more. Um, you mentioned going on a road trip and, and finding the Project Life app as a really great solution. And I, I did the same thing. I downloaded <laughs> probably... I don't know, 10 different photo book apps and they all sucked. And they just, they (laughs) just didn't have, they could not do what I wanted them to do. And I wasn't even really looking for anything that could do embellishment or design. I just wanted to have photos and words in an attractive way on a page. Mm -hmm. And the Project Life app was really the only thing, only way I could accomplish that because all the rest were just so terrible, not maintained and not really meant like for a scrapbooker. 
So agreed. Yeah. What makes it, what makes it, I guess what I always go back to is that there's a library where you can store your pages you're working on. A lot of those other apps, it's one and done. You have to finish it and save it or start over if you accidentally close the app or you get a phone call or whatever. So it's the fact that it has a library is, is key in why I'm able to keep using it so efficiently. Yes. So the app just turned five years old. That's so cool. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, um, but now it's just become part of, you know, one of that, of that buffet of options we talk about in scrapbooking. Oh, yeah. And when I talk to people who maybe are lapsed scrapbookers, like, oh, I used to do that, but I, I don't have time anymore. I always mm-hmm. show them the app because I'm like, you can do this on your phone now if you want. You don't have yeah. to, but if you're that on the go mom who just, you know, never sits down, you do sit down when you have to wait that 10 minutes at the doctor's appointment or in the carpool line or, or yes. whatnot. So easy. So easy. So I showed you- someone on, on an airplane a couple of months ago. We were on an airplane. Like, she's like, what are you, what's happening? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, let me tell you about this. And of course we were flying back from Orlando. So she's, you know, got Disney pictures to scrap. So. I'm curious if if there's anything else you think that makes this so special to have had this longevity and like what makes it stand apart from other apps? I mean, you can do digital scrapbooking on your phone or your tablet, but Mm -hmm. that's different. That's not, that's not the project life solution. That's not grid based. Yeah. The fact that it is so simple to use, it really is. You just tap and drop a picture in a pocket tap on another pocket, tap, 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 and add the cards. The designers that they get to create some of the card packs are amazing. They're great, well-known designers with beautiful content. Mm -hmm. And so just the fact that it is simple and easy, it really is easy. I feel so bad when people say, I don't know how to use it. Just start tapping. There are no nuclear codes in the app. Just tap and do see what it can do. You you can't hurt anything. You can't delete anything. You can't ruin your pictures. Just, yeah, that's, that's really, it's so simple. Yeah. It's, so, a, it's really, as you said, it's really hard to mess up and it, it's very intuitive. I know that I can tell they've, they put a lot of thought into each, each layer of functionality. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. So what's your process for a typical app page? And do you have like a different process depending on whether or not you want to use just the app or you're going to use other apps involved? Like what's your start to finish on a, on a random page? Uh, well, I usually do keep a two-page layout in mind when I'm making the first one. So I'll start with the left side and um, I, I always add a, some kind of title card and then well, I really start with my pictures, but when we're talking about app content, I'll add whatever pictures that I want to scrap or want to show off on that page. And then I usually add a, it's very simple, again, a title card, a journal card, and then I'll fill in whatever's left with filler cards if there even is a pocket left after doing those two things, after I'm showing all the pictures I want. And then I'll try to coordinate the right side Um, even if it's not the same event, I'll try to coordinate it a little bit. I don't always, that does not always work, but that is my, that's what I keep in mind when I get started in my process. So it's, even that is just really simple. And do you You edit your photos before you put them in the app or do you edit with PicTap Go from the app? 
I use PicTap Go most of the time in the app. I like a color story a lot also, Mm -hmm. but I usually end up with PicTap Go in the app because, again, it's there, it's integrated, and it's just super simple. I like Brightside, and I like Lights On, but I got to dial that down a little bit. And there's another one I use, 400H, something like that. I've been using that one a lot lately. I think it's in one of the ones you have to buy. I'm not sure. But at this point, I've been using PickTap Go a lot, so I've, I've bought all the filters in there, and it's worth it to me. So for those who don't know, the Project Life app is integrated with PickTap Go so that you can insert a photo into a, you know, quote unquote pocket on your page and then edit the photo from there. And then it sends it right back to the app. It makes it really, really handy. Uh, Particularly if you you have photos that maybe three of the four coordinate well, and then the last one kind of doesn't and you need to, to brighten it or change some coloring on it just so that it all looks more cohesive. Yeah, it's perfect. And then, so do you print, you mentioned you, you coordinate the left and the right. Are you printing single pages or do you do photo books in the end? Well, different projects require different <laughs> printing from me. I still love um, the Project Mouse line of products from Celine Studio and British Design. So, and I talk Disney a lot. I'm a big Disney World fan because my husband works in Orlando a lot. So we travel there a lot. and. I still print all of my Disney pages full color, gorgeous 12 by 12 because the pictures are fun and bright and the products are fun and bright. But then I also do a yearly album just as an an overview of our family life. So that is the double page. I'll have a monthly spread and then I'll add extra events after that also. So those are bound books, but my Disney pages are full 12 by 12 individual prints and I put them in sleeves in a three ring binder. Pretty simple. Then I can also use one of the 12 by 12 sleeves and put any memorabilia I have, maps or whatever, and I just put it at the back. Works yeah, I really well. Every time I want to go more printed photo book, I think about memorabilia and it just makes me want to make sure I'm always doing a little bit of everything so that yeah. there's a home for that memorabilia and it's not just in a box somewhere. Yeah, I definitely keep it with my my pictures, my pages. Absolutely. I don't want it shoved away where I look at it. Like the other day, I pulled something out and there was a paper FastPass ticket in there. And I thought, well, that was a long time ago. Disney World does not do paper FastPass anymore. (laughs) It's fun to see the old stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't even like we I, I went to Disney World as a child. And then again, just this past year, and I just... The, the difference in how you have to coordinate things now versus oh, 1988 is totally different. And just it's a, way different beyond experience. So, yes, it requires some effort. That's for sure. So, these annual books that you do, do you have a favorite yeah. place you like to have them printed? Because I get this question a lot. Um, I print those usually through Shutterfly. And I do, you do have to edit the margins a little bit in, in Shutterfly so they don't get cut off, but it's worth doing when you can. You can set one up and then you can apply to all pages. So it's not hard. I don't use my mobile device for that at all. I do that all on my PC. Um, So I just upload the pages when I'm done to OneDrive and get on my PC, download them. And then I send them off to Shutterfly and and do that on my PC. It's just, there might be a better way. That's a clunky way to do it, but that's just my process and it works for me. So I'm going to keep sending it and doing it that way. But the 10 by 10 size is what I print those in. And I, I'm just, 
hoping and praying Persnickety Prince will do a 10 by 10 soft cover book. Ooh. I believe they do hardcover books. I print those yearly albums soft cover. Yeah. And so I want a 10 by 10 soft cover from Persnickety so bad. That would be beautiful. We'll have <laughs> yeah, to we'll have to talk to Shari and get her to do that because I think that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. But that's that yeah, the 12 by 12 full cover full color pages I I do from Persnickety Prints and then the bound books I end up doing at Shutterfly just because I want that at a smaller size. I sit it on the coffee table. It's a little more casual. Well, when people look uh, at it, then that's what you want. I, we all yeah. want our memories to be enjoyed just as mm-hmm. much as we want to enjoy the process and creating them. And so I do yeah. think that involves thinking about what are, what are people going to get out? And some of those 12 by 12 albums are so heavy. And that's why they're on the giant shelf from Ikea <laughs> yes, because they're exactly. so heavy and so large. Yes, they are. But I... I like I said, I'm a big Disney World vacation fan. And so I will scrap a few pages from every trip every time we go. And I love them. They're so beautiful. But those are really more for me. Like no one else, you know, looking at vacation photos is fun for your family who went on it. And maybe my in-laws and my mom. But most people don't look at your vacation photos. But they do look at our everyday life because they're in that. My people see those and they're in it. And it's a lot of fun to share those. For sure. Well, you mentioned, you said you, you one of your processes feels clunky. And we always talk here about how the best process is the one that you know how to repeat. And so it doesn't <laughs> matter how right or clunky it is or whatever. It's If you could do that again and again, that's what you should be yep. doing. Perfect. Yeah, I just, because you, know, you can export straight from the app to OneDrive. So... I get it to my computer eventually when I'm ready to print and upload it to Shutterfly. And it it just works for me. So yeah, I love that sentiment. I'm going to remember that for sure. <laughs> so you've kind of dropped a few tricks here and there, but do you have any favorite uh, quote unquote secret tricks for the Project Life app? Things that you do again and again that really make your pages either more interesting or easier to complete that maybe it's, it's not something that everyone thinks about? Um. Last year I was working on a project and I wanted, I was using a lot of white cards and the the default background in the app is white. So I, I was using a light beige color in one of the other kits, but I really wanted something gray. So again, here we are with the group. I brain, I asked the group and everybody posted different suggestions. And so one of those suggestions is a background color I use now. So just changing the background color to a lighter, um, Lighter color, if you have a lot of white cards or light photos, it really makes the pockets pop a little bit because they do have a little bit of a shadow around them, but it's tiny, it's minimal. And so if the background is just a little bit different to make those pockets pop a little bit, um, it makes a big difference to me. So I use this light gray color in the Project 12 2016 color that a, a girl in the group suggested, Shanice. And so that color, so many people use that background color now after all these pages have been posted using it and white cards, the minimal look, it really makes them pop. So that is one of my biggest tips is don't be afraid about changing background colors because the default is nice. It's white and bright, but sometimes if your cards are white, it blends in a little bit too much for me. So don't be afraid to change the color. 
So this is funny because when I was doing a project recently with a lot of white cards, I actually, that's when I figured out how you could turn off that shadow so that yeah. then the, the, actually the card background just bleeds into the background and it looks more yes. almost like an embellishment than it does a card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fun trick too. A lot of people do that. And I usually don't because I always like the pocket look, but it is it's amazing what some people can do with turning the drop shadow off. Have you created a lot of pages like that yet? Just a few, yeah. But I, I think it's I like so the look better without it. And do you? Yeah, I like yes. square corners, no shadow. Square corners for sure, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when they added that option to change it. And the defaults you can set in preferences is where you can turn off your drop shadow or change your your corners. And so it's in the green section when you open up the app, guys, if you want to check that out. Great tip. <laughs> well, I think this is what your group really is the most helpful in is just sh- like sharing those little processes of how do you do this and how do you do that? How can I make that look? Because you see it and it may not be obvious how you accomplish that, whether it's something in the app or involves other apps. I would think I would say another one of my favorite tricks is to use the collage templates to say, do a little six square collage and then bring that into um, an app page as a photo. So that's how you can get yes. more photos onto your page. Yes. Yes. I love that. Love adding collages. A lot of people in the group have been using incomplete pages and then adding them into a pocket. So you get that template look. And so there'll be a little bit of white space at the bottom where you can journal a little bit using the freeform text option. That has really taken off. Have you seen any of those? I've seen a little bit. We'll have to share some examples in the show notes because, I mean, it's really the the creativity is quite endless here and how you can utilize what's in the app, but to create a different visual look. Yes. Yeah. Very um, cool. So you mentioned at the beginning that you use the app over as well. So is that one of your favorite apps? What other apps do you use? And do you use them separate from the Project Life app or do you use it with it? Um, usually with it. Not not usually on its own. I don't usually create anything from scratch. I am a template girl. I love digital scrapbooking templates. I love all the templates in the Project Life app and I've bought every one of them. So I'll usually create my page in the Project Life app and then export it straight into Over. You can tap on the export arrow and then choose the 12 by 12 size. And um, you're Over, if you have the app downloaded, your icon will pop up in the share sheet and you can share it straight into the Over app. And then you may, you might want to resize the canvas if you're um, interested in doing that because the app only exports at 3000 by 3000. But a true 12 by 12, we want to maybe do 3,600 by 3,600. And you can change that right in over. Once you export the page into over, you can, you can do that there. So from there you could add background paper or embellishments. And I just try to keep it minimal, but I do like to embellish some of my pocket pages with fun, fun embellishments. So, I mean, the project mouse stuff, I, I always do that with those pages now. And And then some of the other kits, I just add maybe a word strip or a scatter or something just to give it a little more dimension. You can add a shadow in over also. And that's one reason why I like it is because I can manipulate the shadow very easily. So it's it's good to use. But usually that's the only other app I use besides the beautiful storage app or something to unzip. But scrapbooking wise, I usually just use Project Life and over. What was the storage app you just mentioned? 
It's called Utiful. Oh, I U-T- don't know what this is. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a storage app, and I have it on my iPad. Um, you can put things in Utiful and it keep it on your device, but it's not in your camera roll. And you can make folders uh, with different kits. And it, so it's not in your camera roll of your device. It's in this app called Utiful. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's great. Uh, I have a lot of kits in there. And where I live, the Wi-Fi is a bit spotty. The internet is a mess, kind of. So I try not to rely too much on clouds. Hopefully that'll change as the area around us continues to develop and develop and develop. But um, right now, it's kind of hard to get a good signal all the time. So I use that app a lot. So any other tips or tricks you want to share? As we've been talking, I think I've come up with at least one more. (laughs) Okay. Well, I love the overlays in the app. Um, And you can, and I like to also manipulate things using freeform text. If there's maybe a design element on a card that doesn't quite work, you can cover it up using like a freeform text letter. Um, There's a word, there's a bar, a strip, I guess. I don't know how to, what to call it, but. Um, you know how on Snapchat there's that bar across it and people write their text and it just pops up as a bar and it's in the same place every time. Mm -hmm. If you do that manually, you have to align it and make sure it's the right size and make sure it's the centered correctly and it's going to line up. But if you want to use one of the overlays, um, there's one in, I think it's the project, I think it's project 12 fresh the fresh edition. And it is just a simple bar across the bottom. And the, the text on it says currently, well, I don't, maybe I don't always want it to say currently. I just want it to be a solid white bar placed in the same location on every pocket. And I didn't have to manually align it. And so I just type out a lowercase L and cover up the currently And then I just add another freeform text box by tapping the plus sign and put my own journaling on top of it. Very cool. Does that make sense? It does. And we, I know you've included like tutorials on this before, so we can try to link to that and help people, you know, follow that procedure. And I'm sure the more you do it, the more it's just like second nature. You tap here, tap here. Yes. To be able to do that as part of your procedure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people even make up, pages that they have items on them that they use a lot and leave it as a quote template and make a folder with different, um, different ideas in it that they want to just, and then you can just duplicate the page. I mean, you're still tapping the same amount of times. Let's, let's be real about it. You still have to either open the folder, open the page, tap, delete, or just recreate it. So um, does that make sense? It does. But if you're like maybe using a certain selection of cards again and again, um, you know, it's always great to just save a few tabs um, so you don't have to go dig in to try to find that thing again. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that came to mind. Oh, go ahead. No, I just love using the overlays. There's a frame that's really nice too. And when you add it on the simple square frame, there's one in just add color and there's one in one of the, April or May project 12 kits from this year. And it's just a simple frame. And if you add that over and then you have the background, that's the light gray. I just love that look. It's real popular right now in our group. Ooh, it sounds really pretty. I have to take it, take a look at that. Okay. 
one of the things that popped out for me, and it's it's not so much with, it, it's kind of with the app, but also not, that if you want to include a 6 by 12 or even another non-full-size page, you can just leave part of your app page blank and then trim that off. So let's just say yeah. you have a 12 by 12 photo book and you want to have some 6 by 12 inserts. You could just create half the page and then the rest would be white. And then when you get your book, you, you know, you can use a exacto knife or somehow use your paper trimmer and trim that off so you can have inserts inside your your photo book that are a different size. Yeah, someone in the group asked about three by eight. Is that the common size for travelers notebooks? There's even a collage where you can sort of do one of those if you are into travelers notebooks. Oh, There's very cool. Can... Yeah, three by eight's a very popular size right now. I think that yeah, three I by think... eight, four by eight, and five by eight are kind of oh. some of the hot sizes. Yeah. Well, there's one template I think you can cut in half. Somebody answered her. Somebody asked, somebody answered her. I was like, whoo, perfect. Love it. Yeah. That's what, that's what it's about. Well, and if you could think of it, somebody's probably tried it, figured out what worked about it, what didn't. Yeah. I, I haven't tried any traveler's notebook sizes. Usually when I've created something with a traveler's notebook template, I've I've actually just kind of messed with that and over a little bit and then added it to a pocket in Project Life. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So at the beginning, you mentioned your event, App Scrap Across America, that you're doing a partnership with Kelly Sill. So this is Saturday, October 5th. Can you give us like a preview, maybe what we can expect? Maybe like what are the challenges or, or what, like what would be something to entice our listeners to participate? Yeah, well, we're going to start Kelly's in Florida. We have someone in Connecticut, Ohio, <laughs> Minnesota, Texas. And Utah. And then Trina, the admin for the Beyond Group, is going to be in her home state, I think, of Oregon. Oh, I might not, I might not be getting that right, but I think so. But she's going to be doing some of the online challenges for us. And we'll have some, some different ones like a, a recipe challenge, you know, use these ingredients. And it doesn't have to be Project Life app only. It can be any app, but this is app-based. And so... She'll be posting those periodically throughout the entire day. Kelly's event starts in Florida at 10 a.m. Eastern, and then we're going all the way through mountain time in, in the late afternoon. And so we're all going to pop on and say hello and do a little Facebook Live. And then we have scheduled challenges and tutorials that will be posted in the Project Life and Beyond Facebook group because that covers all apps and some of our tutorials will cover all apps. Again, the Simply group is just Project Life. And so we're going to be posting most of the stuff in Beyond, but it'll be a lot of fun. We're really looking forward to it. We've worked really hard on it. We've got some prizes from some uh, great (laughs) designers and teachers uh, like the Simple Scrapper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, we're yeah. giving away um, three, uh, sorry, how do we say this? We're giving away a three-month membership to each of our six locations. And maybe we want to throw one in for the online participants as well? 
Oh, that would be nice of you. Sure. Very cool. Yeah, no, when we, you mentioned that, I'm happy to sponsor. We love helping uh, other scrapbookers discover Simple Scrapper in our community. And we know that jumping into the community is the best way to really appreciate what it is we had to offer. We had a yeah. member come on recently and start our member orientation. She's like, I have to pause here because my head is exploding. This is more <laughs> than I ever anticipated. Because I, I just think she, did, she didn't understand everything that we're about because it's kind of all in this little ecosystem of goodness and you have to really taste it to to really appreciate what we have. So I love it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So we will definitely encourage our listeners to uh, join both of your Facebook groups and, and participate in the event. Anything else you want to share with us today, Jenna? It's just been a lot of fun talking with you. It's fun to watch everything that's happening online and then actually get to talk to someone. I love it. The admins for the Simply Project Life Group, we have a chat going and we share real life now. You know, we're real friends. Mm -hmm. I love that this little hobby has brought so many of us together and that so many people freely share and encourage one another. So thanks for having me on. It's been a lot of fun talking with you today. Yeah, same. Yeah, I definitely love talking about scrapbooking and hearing from others. And I always leave these episodes inspired to create something new or even try a new approach or technique. I know that I'm definitely going to want to play with the app a little bit. I have a a big album project that I'm trying to get finished in there. So how's your Disney album going? That has not been started yet. (laughs) I'm still working on my Savannah trip from last year. Okay. Okay. I I cannot commit to a Disney approach. I go back and forth on what I really want to do. Uh-huh. So it's it's yeah. it's certainly at the towards the top of the list, but I keep going in different directions on how I want it to come together. <laughs> so okay. it's it'll gonna get be fun. Whatever you end up doing, it'll be awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you, Jenna, and thank you everyone for listening. I would love for you to go away today and remember that you have permission to scrapbook your way. Bye. Thanks a lot.